0: no longer greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i am your host joseph and it is here on this show each and every thursday where me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest and greatest in playstation each and every week alongside me the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir
1: i'm very tired uh we're even recording this a little bit earlier yeah. than we usually do yeah but when you, you've been in a pool with your three nieces for four and a half hours and they're climbing on you nonstop, I'm the definition of waterlogged. Like, I feel like if you wring my arm, water will just drip out of me. Ugh. I'm so tired right now.
0: Dude, so, like, right now, uh, <laughs> Amy, I'll get to you in just a second. We're experiencing the heat wave of our lives. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad over here. We're, like, I'm around 85, 90, and I have the AC off, so I'm just, I'm just like, a glutton for punishment. It's awful mm-hmm. over here. I'm dying. And with that, <laughs> our special guest, Miss Amy Alexander from Hello Hey, words about games. How are you, Amy? Game yeah, good. It's raining outside. We don't have a heat wave or anything. It's oh, oh,
2: nice. it's
0: quite nice. It's quite yeah, comfortable. So, so you're from the UK and I like from what I hear that like Spain and France are getting it real bad. Like uh, heat wave wise. Other no, countries. We don't worry about other countries in the UK. So. <laughs> you know what? You guys got your own
2: problems.
3: <laughs> We've got enough shit to deal with.
0: <laughs> so with that, uh, Amy, it's awesome to have you here. And you told me something before we, we started, is that this is your first ever Pride as uh, openly trans. And that's so freaking awesome that you come on the show and, and have that experience with us. This is awesome. Thank you so much for, for coming out today.
3: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, most yeah. Uh-huh.
3: unexpected, but very nice.
0: Yeah, how does it feel, by the way? Like, like having come out and now having to experience pride as someone who is openly out of the closet. How does that like feel for you?
3: I haven't really had a chance to to properly like think about it. You oh, know, like mm-hmm. what with E three. Yeah, was at the beginning of the month, so it's like, <laughs> it's like it's just been like nonstop. Like I haven't had a chance to stop and think. Yeah. Um, it's
0: different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. And with that, we got a lot of games to talk about. We got to talk about Sony and their patent against load times. We're going to talk about the possibility, maybe sort of, kind of, Sony buying out Remedy Studios. And of course, we're going to talk about on uh, the Call of Duty crunch situation. <laughs> there you go. But before we get to that, we're gonna do a little segment we do each and every week. What we've been playing now, because we got an extra guest on the show, we're gonna limit it to one game each. And with that, Kyle, how do you like yeah. Vacation Simulator so far?
1: Man, uh, so one of the first VR games that I've ever <laughs> experienced was Job Simulator from Alchemy Game, Alchemy Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, what two years ago now when I got my PSVR? Yeah, um, and it's one of my favorite experiences ever and it's something that i bonded and with my nieces over and how they've gotten to kind of love video games because of that um and so i was very excited to try vacation simulator i played a little bit of pax east and loved it then uh but now that i have the full thing uh because they graciously gave us a code um vacation simulator takes what i love about job simulator and puts it even more into what uh, we expect out mm. of VR games. And so what I mean is, yeah. Vacation Simulator is so much bigger. Mm. So, like, when Job Simulator, you were basically just you were static at one spot. Like, you could turn around and interact with everything around you, but there was no teleporting to other areas. What you saw is what you saw, and you couldn't really experience it anywhere mm-hmm. else.
0: And what are and you experiencing sim- in Vacation Simulator? Sure.
1: Uh, so, you are on this island, you're on Vacation Island, mm-hmm. and you have three different areas you have the beach, you have the forest, you have a mountain area, which is like the snow resort and uh you can teleport to each one they have a teleport button so you can go to different areas in each map mm-hmm. and you're basically creating memories you you do all these things and the robots give you uh, memories in order to unlock or unlock other parts of the island um so whether it's building sandcastles or um uh making ice sculptures in the snowy area, uh, collecting butterflies in the forest and painting in the, in the forest area. Uh, it all leads up to, you know, making memories and unlocking the best part. Um, or the, the more advanced things on each area. Um, and it's fantastic. I I love the freedom to be able to go to different areas in each spot. Um, the activities are fun. The humor is fantastic. If you've played job simulator, you know what it's all about It's basically robots treating you as the only human they know to try to learn <laughs> how humans deal with things um and it's it's great i'm excited to see where that goes because this one it feels like they're this is like a test for humans okay like they're trying to test to see what vacation is and you're basically doing their test for you so like on the beach part there there's a uh, a chef who's like m- making things look like on a lifeguard stand area um and you go up there, it's like, oh, thanks, human, thanks for coming. Uh, you can now deliver all this food for me, right? So I don't have to do it. <laughs> and so you're basically still working like you are on the job simulator, <laughs> but you're on vacation.
0: So the and robots think vacation is work for the most part? Ex-
1: yes, and it's great. And I, the humor is fantastic. Um, it, it, it is kind of like uh, so very simple tasks, but I don't mean simple in a bad way. It's just some things like... You know, it it is the robot's view of what a person's vacation is. That's awesome. Making sandcastles, going to a snow resort, like now my question. It's a great experience. Now you
0: you had you had the girls play this as well. How did they oh, yeah. enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, they enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Like it's. I only got to play for a couple hours, and that's because they were hocking. Uh, it. Sc- yeah, the school this week was only half days, so yeah. they would come home. I'd be downstairs playing, and. They would ask to play, and then the next two hours, it was just them and me, just watching them play, and they're having a great time. That's awesome. But them talking, interacting with the robots, actually thinking that they're talking to them, and <laughs> <laughs> like they get real into yeah. it. And I can see them trying to solve the puzzles, and like it's fantastic. I love Alchemy Labs and their VR stuff, mm-hmm. and this is up there, there go. for sure. Well, there you go.
0: So this is a hands down buy this game if you if you're into PSVR. Yes. It's twenty nine ninety nine, right?
1: Yep, I believe it's thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic uh, addition to any VR library. Well, there you
0: go, there you have it. And with that, Amy, I go to you. What have you been playing, Miss?
1: Ooh, I've been playing
3: Bloodstained: Ritual in the Night. Oh my god, like, same here, nonstop. Oh my god. Okay,
0: so how you how are you enjoying it?
3: <laughs> really, it took me a minute a minute to get into it, like yeah. because it's got that really old school sort of combat. Um, when I've played games like. Hollow Knight or something like that, which is a lot more fluid than old Castlevania was. Whereas this is trying to be Castlevania, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it takes a little bit of time to sort of get used to the fact that you attack, but when you attack, you can't move. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to dodge, but all it is is a backstep. Like you can't just roll. Yep. So the the amount of times I'm running away from an enemy, and then I'm like, oh no, I need a dodge, and then I just like (laughs) backstep straight
0: into (laughs) them. Yeah, I've been I've been playing Bloodstained too. And, like, I'm not a big Castlevania guy. So, like, if if you guys, the audience, you you don't know, uh, Bloodstain is the spiritual successor of uh, Castlevania. Um, The original creator is on this game making it. uh, And, yeah, so, like, for me, I've never played a Castlevania game, so I'm not really attuned to what to expect. But I know this sounds stupid, Amy. Um, I understand when people say, you know, Bloodborne or, like, A Soulsborne, they're like Castlevania games. Because I was just, I yeah. was getting that, like, oh, when I attack, I'm vulnerable, right? Like, yeah, like, I have a limited dodge, and I got to, like, I got to work with that. And even, like, with the environment, like, you explore these little hidden, like, doorways, and, like, when you find out something, you actually find, like, you actually feel like you found out something. Like, you, you, it's like, this is your secret, which is really awesome. Um, is this your first Castlevania game as well? Or you no, know, I've played too. Castlevania games yeah. before. So, where does this one rank up as as how far you've gotten into it? How do, how does it rank up from the others?
3: Uh, it's the, near the top. Yeah. Um, I think that my, I think it might just be in part, partly nostalgia, mm-hmm. and also partly I haven't had a game like this in a while because Lords of Shadow doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Um.
2: Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it, no, like it scratches an itch. Like, but it's yeah. a very specific itch, yeah. like for me personally.
0: Yeah, because uh, like I looked at this game, and I was like, "Oh, forty bucks is steep. Like, it's a steep asking price." Do you look at that price and like you you look at another game like Hollow Knight, like you said, right? It's like half the price, and it's a little bit more fluid. Do, do you think price necessarily kind of? Do you think it's the price point where it stands? Thirty nine ninety nine American. Do you think that that holds for this game, or you think it's forty bucks American because the name attached to it, it.
3: I haven't thought of it that way um mm-hmm. yeah, because I, what I would have said was you it's forty dollars if you're um if you're a big castlevania fan yeah. or like you historically you love Castlevania, get it because nostalgia alone will probably get you through the game. Yeah. Um it is a really good game on its own merit. But yeah, I mean if you've never played Hollow Knight before, just play Hollow Knight instead. I'm yeah. A big Hollow Knight fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just Oh my god. I just started playing Hollow Knight a couple weeks ago. It's amazing. I'm so I'm so in. It's so good. It's so freaking good. And, and that's why like during playing this I was just like this is really good. I don't want to take any way anything away from this game, but like if I had to choose like this or like The Messenger this or like yeah like a hollow knight situation i'm just like i think i lean towards those games because like hollow knight looks beautiful and i I gotta say bloodstain doesn't you know
3: no bloodstain doesn't i mean i know they have the big graphical upgrade
0: yeah but still it kind of looks uh, i don't know it's not my jam it's not my jam at least What's it that?
3: works on playstation
0: hey, exactly suck it switch With that, that's what we've been playing. Kyle, each and every week, we got rumors. We got a whole bunch of hearsay. We got always breaking news. We got Jason Schreier saying a whole bunch of stuff. All these other podcasts, they call them news stories. Here we call them goobers. Kyle, what's on the first thing on the goober, sir?
1: First goober comes from Robert Ramsey over at Push Square. Sony patent shows... How Loading Screen Could Be Killed Off on PS5 Load times have become a big talking point over the last few months. It all started when we got our first PS5 details, learning that Sony's next-gen machine will utilize a custom solid-state drive that should dramatically reduce things like loading times. There was also the Marvel Spider-Man demo, which showed the game running on hardware comparable to the eventual PS5. Its load times were cut down to less than a second. Following the trend, Microsoft had developers talk of load times when it teased Project Scarlet at this year's Xbox E3 press conference. Reduced load times is clearly going to be marketed bullet points for the next generation of consoles. Adding to the conversation is a new patent from Sony. It details technology that, in theory, could kill off loading screens completely. The patent is titled System and Method for Dynamically Loading Game Software for Smooth Gameplay. (laughs) <laughs> and it outlines a system that monitors the player's location so that it knows when to load in a new area. Of course, all loading would take place in the background, so at least in concept, you never have to sit through a loading screen.
0: So this is pretty big news, right? Like yeah. I, This has been talked about, again, on the E3 stage all the way to the a Wired article of Mark Cerny, how loading screens, you're, you're not going to see one hopefully ever again and the first thing i think of is god of war right you played that last year you experienced no load times and they did very clever things in hiding the load times so you never mm-hmm. saw them but they were there they ju- they just were very cleverly put put in behind you in such a way or in front of you in such a way that you never noticed them as a player So, with because
1: there was stuff going on, so like when you were going in between the the different realms, yeah,
0: when you're going into the different realms, you're still that camera angle never broke, and that that's what made that game so great, and that's what I think of when I think of God of War being so revolutionary. Is this is going to be that that is truly the first game pops in my head where it's literally start for finish one solid you know camera angle shot. And then to see in the next generation more opportunities for developers to do that and have that type of storytelling is really awesome. With that, Amy, I want to know your thoughts on this never loading time situation, this patent. How big is no loading time for you? Is this do you think if if this is the big talking point the next generation that you're going to be fine with this? Or would you like something a little bit more flashy than just, hey, you're never going to see a load time again?
3: It reminds me of when last this last generation, this generation started, yeah. Uh, and you go on Digital Foundry for like every game that came out on PS4 and yep. Xbox One, and yep. it was like, which one has the best frame rates? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. And just, at first, I was like, this is interesting, and then I was like,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's just like it's just like yeah, like Thief runs at 900p on the Xbox One, and. It runs at ten eighty on PS4, whoop de doo. And like they have those side by sides, but it's just like, dude, are, really and you
3: literally just like on your monitor like
0: what like exactly. Ah, exactly. I see like, oh, yeah. a pixel. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if it's that if, if you had to put your face that close to the TV, you didn't notice. You know? And I felt like sometimes if you just hid who was like, you know, hid the names. You 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 can mistake which one. It never really mattered much. But so like, are you excited about like the possibility of never hitting a loading screen, or are you just like, meh, whatever? Yeah, no. I mean, for games like you mentioned,
3: God of War, that's yeah. a great great example. Yeah. Of like, if I could never see a a loading screen, like in a game with that kind of sort of narrative focus, where it's like it is just designed to be that like one continuous shot, that's a fantastic thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: On the flip side of that. If Bloodborne didn't have loading screens, to give me that like time to cool down, I probably would have snapped my PS4 controller in half. <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. So I can see the flip side of that as well.
0: <laughs> but but on the flip, you got, like, if you're playing Bloodborne you die, you're waiting there. I remember at launch for almost 40 seconds. Now it's just like, maybe it's four seconds. Who knows? You know what I mean? You have more time to rage on your... Or less time to rage and more time to focus on the game, you know? I think that's pretty dope. Kyle, let me go to you. Yeah. If this is the biggest selling point of the next generation, does this have you excited for the next gen?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, It's something where I, listeners know this already, I didn't play Bloodborne. I've not but I, I've heard of the the, the low times. Um, but playing something like Days Gone, where there is a lot of, a lot of loading in Days Gone and, and coming off of things like um, God of War, uh, Spider Man had some, but it wasn't that bad, yeah. uh, at least from my memory. Uh, and just having loading screens every, you know, couple minutes, it takes me out of that narrative. It takes me out of the single player thing where I want to continue the story, but I have to wait for the game to catch up to where I am. Mm-hmm. Like so, the fact where I'm, I'm able to stay in it longer, and, and not have that. I'm real bad at this, where I'm constantly checking my phone. Oh, so yeah. like during loading screens, I'll look at my phone and see, look, like, oh, there's messages going on whatever so be able to have me stay immersed for as longer periods of time i think it's just going to make me attach to games quicker and for a more lengthy time than if they had more loading
0: screens interspersed i got a question for you all right everybody close your eyes close your eyes with me viewer in the car close your eyes sammy close your eyes and listen to your dad all right now you're in your car and all of a sudden you open your eyes bam You're in an office. You are now Shuhei Yoshida, the president of first party of PlayStation. Because if we know who could get things done, it's Shuhei Yo-freaking-Shida. That's his middle name, okay? Because he has some class. He doesn't like to just throw the F-bomb anywhere. Now, we know that Shuhei is the first party president, but he also is so much more than that, and he might as well be the Illuminati. So if you're Shu, now if I was Shu, what would be that feature? that is the feature you want to see the most in the next generation. Forget about loading screens, man. We don't need them. What is that thing you would like to see a console do that it hasn't done before? I'm going to go with Kyle. Uh
1: I was trying to see if this was a thing or not. Go for it. Um, Because I could have sworn I heard something about this, but maybe I'm just... I don't know. Wishful thinking. Take, take a shot. Um,
0: take a shot.
1: A, a, as a trophy hunter and yeah. something that Xbox does that I want mm-hmm. uh, on PlayStation, I want to see how close I am to completing a trophy just without having to back out of the game and going to the trophy screen. Mm-hmm. Just like a little, little sidebar that pops up and say, you, you have a couple more of these things to do before completing. Um, even if hitting the PS button, I'll have a list of like progress on each trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I thought maybe that was a thing coming with a, a system update, but nah. maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, that is that is something I really want just from the PlayStation side of things. Okay. Um, just more, like, fun little quality-of-life improvements. That's really what I want yeah. at this point.
0: You're fine with everything.
1: Yeah, like, for me, like <laughs> you're, graphics you're are already police. incredibly mind-bending yeah. to me, oh, uh, yeah. as of now. So, like, I if they... Become lifelike; it'd be weird. Yeah, but like, it, I don't need them to be.
0: Yeah, no, that's my thing too. I don't need I don't need graphics to look amazing. Uh, like, I don't want like graphics to be where like I'm looking at myself in the mirror. You know, that would yeah. freak me out. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I, w- I, I think for me, I want way smarter AI. The one thing that I love about Days Gone is seeing how many enemies are on screen. But the thing that consistently takes me out of Days Gone is that the AI are all dumb. Like, they're all dumb, dumb idiots. I love when I'm playing Division 2, and you hear, uh, like, an enemy shout, he's running to the right, or he's running to the left, he's flanking us. You're hearing the AI talk to each other, and really smart tactical ways that I would love that in a video game where I can get smarter AI both on my team so I don't have a fucking Lydia that can't walk through doors also Amy you could curse in the show Uh, that can't can't (laughs) walk through a doorway you know I want competent AI members so that when I'm playing I yeah I, I can have a fun time without having the difficulty only being oh these enemies hurt more what if hard mode the enemies are actually getting way more smart so way more... Yeah, I'll use that word. Way more smart yeah. in 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 little s- different ways, you know? So with that, <clears throat> Amy, here you are. You're now Shuhei Yoshida. Look at your hands. Oh, man. Look at your hands.
3: This is awesome. This is the best VR game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm not even wearing a headset.
0: What's going on? <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's fucked up. So Amy... Yoshuhei Yoshida, what is what is the thing you've always wanted a video game console to do, but it's never done?
3: Oh man, yours are really good, and mine mine's really boring. No, now. no tell
0: me, tell me, because
3: mine's just like cross-play, like everything.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's <laughs> not boring at all. That's the future I want. You know how my, my friend's
3: got a PlayStation Four and it's all he's got. Yeah, and like all of my other friends because of the last generation yeah like they just all moved on to xboxes so there's like i've got this one friend out in the wilderness of like our multiplayer games yeah. <laughs> and i just want to bring guy. him i just want to hug him yeah and just be
0: like it's okay it's you okay. can play okay. overwatch <laughs> it's fine it's fine play over- yeah no i think yeah crossplay is such an awesome thing and i i don't i don't think that's dumb at all because it is something i despre- <clears throat> desperately want god i'm dying that like this week we're raising money for uh, Chris Berto's wife Katie. Don't worry, we're going to talk about that later on. And um, I've been having to resort to playing an Xbox. It burns my hands. I hate it so much. But I would love it if I could play Apex with my friend Luke, or I could play Rainbow Six with my friend Luke, and I'm just playing, or just playing with my friend Luke, and uh, yeah. and I'm just playing on my PlayStation controller. I'm playing on my DualShock, on my PlayStation. Having to turn on the Xbox, I don't want to deal with it. I'm beyond that. You know, even like to the point where I would love to see Game Pass on PlayStation because I, I'm, now, I'm now a true believer, everybody. I think it's a great service. And I would love PlayStation to have their own version, too. I think it, it can be done. In the land of, like, Netflix TV shows, why not have, you know, God of War being able to be played day one for, like, 10 bucks instead of 60 I think that would be super freaking dope. But with that, Kyle? Yeah. Let's go on to the next goober sir.
1: This comes from Sam Baker over at Push Square. Some fans think Remedy and PlayStation may be partnering. PlayStation may be partnering with Max Payne developer Remedy on a new game. It's worth noting that the platform holder has already been fairly pally with the finished studio since it signed marketing rights to upcoming third-person shooter Control. But some feel that the Alan Wake maker may be working on something new for Sony, perhaps even as an exclusive.
0: Oh, my the dog's The speculation upset.
1: started less.
0: What? My dog's upset. I've never heard him talk oh. so loud in my life. I'm sorry <laughs> if you could hear that. I'm sorry to derailed uh, the show. No.
1: No, it's fine. Uh, The speculation started last month when Shuhei Yoshida traveled to Helsinki to visit both Remedy and Housemark. While it could be put down to the affable executive simply being in the area, it's interesting that the Worldwide Studios president took the time to visit the studio, especially seeing as its upcoming title is being published by 505 Games. Quote from Shusus himself. That's Shuhei Yoshida, everybody. Thanks, Remedy people, for for allowing me to visit Remedy Games in their beautiful office and play Control. I had lots of fun and cannot wait for the release in August. The Quantum Break creator also visited both Naughty Dog and Insomniac Games in quick succession. Sony often encourages collaboration between the studios it's working with. And while this could all ultimately be redundant speculation... There's no question that Remedy's eye for single-player story-driven games would be a good fit for Sony. Though, and with the studio completely independent, there's something to stop PlayStation signing it up to make an exclusive. Man, I'm butchering this. Could we see a potential partnership come to fruition on PS5?
0: First off, guys, remember, it's 90 degrees out. Secondly, (laughs) oh man, my dog, he was really angry with this news. He did not want Remedy to partner up with PlayStation. He's like, I need Alan Wake too." Damn it. <laughs> so with that smart dog, I know he is a smart dog. So on that note, I've also, I, I, I was listening to the game informer show and they've actually had, um, had, uh, Kojima actually visit their studio as well to look at control. And so when I'm looking back through history and I, and again, this is no, uh, a very slow news week. So take it with a very, very small pinch of salt. Um, Doesn't this rumor or whatever is even true but when I look back in history I look at the Xbox uh, reveal whether they announced all the studios that they purchased and Ninja Theory being one of them and Ninja Theory saying yeah no we went to the initiative we went to 343 we we pretty much took a tour of all first party Xbox people just to get the the literal temperature in the room and seeing you know if we were a good fit or not so when I see, you know, the creative director um, of Remedy start visiting all these places, it does kind of trigger my interests by saying, okay, well, yeah, like, why would why would Remedy be visiting all these Sony studios? I mean, like, you know, um, w- what are we talking about? The uh, Insomniac, they're not a first-party studio, but they're always very heavily Sony-influenced, VR-influenced. So when I see them making pit stops, that like, Naughty Dog, it does raise my interest. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with you, Amy. What do you think of this? Do you think it's just blatant speculation, nothing to worry about, Remedy's fine, or do you think there could be something here?
3: I don't know. It's weird because a lot of studios are getting bought up recently by Microsoft, yeah. and maybe Sony are looking around and sort of thinking hey, Remedy's a good studio. They made Alan Wake. They made Quantum Break. They made Max Payne back in the day. Mm. So good. Control looks awesome. So yeah. there could be something to it. Yeah. Or maybe it's just because Control's coming out soon, so they're just like...
0: But here's the thing, Amy. Here's the thing. You're a big Alan Wake gal. So yeah. what if this were to happen, that kind of dashes your, your plans for an Alan Wake 2 if that were to even exist. You know? I mean... do you Would you want that to happen? Remedy be bought out by another company that's not Microsoft? It
3: would put me out of my misery. Because right now, <laughs> it's possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, but like, it's probably not going to happen. Well, and, but, and with that, like, how did you feel about that Blair Witch reveal? Because I thought that shit was Alan Wake. Like, when no, I, I didn't like,
3: know what it was. Oh, no? um <clears throat> Until I saw the, the person in the corner in the trailer and I was like, that's Blair Witch, like but trying to like figure out what why <laughs> <laughs> how
0: <laughs> yeah but uh yeah yeah okay okay what about you Kyle what do you f- how, what are your thoughts on this if you if you just seeing this just first glance what are you thinking i think it's
1: cool yeah i have i've always appreciated remedy um as a studio uh control will be the first remedy game i actually sit down and play it, um so I'm very excited for that. And I think part of it is Sony looking at Xbox and Microsoft buying all these super talented studios and, like, uh, and thinking, let's not get... Let this one get away type mm.
0: of thing. Like,
1: maybe, as, especially since, like, they grabbed Double Fine. And I've always thought of Double Fine with PlayStation yeah. in my eyes. I mean, they made so and, many,
0: like, remastered of their games on yeah. PlayStation, right? They have Absolutely.
1: Exclusive- so it from my perspective, if I was them, if I was Shu, yeah. like, yeah, it, it would make sense to kind of go after remedy and, and make them kind of like an in-house uh, studio for sure.
0: Yeah. For me, I think, again, this is a big pie in the sky rumor. Chances are this is, we're just reading way too much into it. Chances are this is just not going to happen, but I would actually really like it to happen. I know like looking at Remedy's portfolio, like, I love Max Payne 1 and 2. Um, my And it was like, those were games when I was a kid, and even the Max Payne movie. I'm only kidding. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> only kidding, only kidding. Mark Wahlberg was in that, right? He was Max Payne? Yeah, and Mila mm-hmm. Kunis, I believe. Mila, They got Mila Kunis in it. God, she's, she gets all the good movies. What was that, Jupiter? Anyway, I'm losing track. <laughs> my main point is this. I loved Max Payne 1 and 2 as a kid. I never got to play him because my mom thought it was satanic. And, uh, well, there were some fucked up scenes in it. But as a kid, I couldn't play him. But my brother could, so I'd watch him. I don't know how she thought that was a loophole. Uh, <laughs> and so like, I'd watch my brother play him, and I'm like, oh, my God, this looks so awesome. And when they made Alan Wake, I was kind of just tuned out. I was too busy you know, being lost in the woods with Gears of War to really care. And then playing Quantum Break, um, I thought thought the gameplay was really fun, but I didn't like the TV elements. And I kind of felt like, man, if, if they just cut out all the dumb TV stuff and they actually just made it so that, you know, these are just characters in the world, like, you know, built in the game itself and no TV show, that would have been so, it would have been a way better game. Would have been a way better experience, at least for me, because you had so many like high profile actors, like you had Littlefinger in it, and then like these other actors just didn't carry their weight. I kinda felt it was it was just a little weird. And so seeing Remedy now with control and having it being a heavily PlayStation marketed game. Um, it has me excited because if anything, Remedy does make sense of Microsoft because they have a very long history, but when they didn't get picked up by Microsoft, it led me to wonder because I know quantum break didn't sell gangbusters and, and in Alan Wake before it didn't sell gangbusters. So what is it that they're doing to, to, to remain profitable other than just this deal with control? What happens after control you know so to have that type of stable stability to have that type of stability and being able to make you, the games you want to make and it seems like sony allows their studios to do that i mean just look at kojima and look at even god of war right you're or, or last of us uncharted i mean again even ghost of tsushima the western studio making a japanese yeah. uh style game so they're really let their creators be weird. And I think that would be an excellent place for a remedy to make their games. It would suck if you're an Xbox guy or gal mm-hmm. out there, but honestly, I think it makes sense. Now with that said though, do you think that Sony is looking around to purchase other studios? Do you, do you think they need to, because they have a lot of great partnerships and a lot of great studios internally I'm going to go with Amy on this one. What do you think?
3: I don't know if necessarily, like, it would be Sony's style to, mm-hmm. to buy up, like, studios this big, like, if you're talking Remedy. But mm-hmm. yeah. at the same time, maybe looking for some new second-party partnerships because a couple of their, like, historically, like, dev studios that are the same size as Remedy. Mm-hmm. So, like, you've got, for example, Supermassive. Their next game is, is a third-party thing mm-hmm. it's coming out on everything yeah um double fine you just mentioned obviously
0: they're they're at microsoft they're traders now. they're um, just dang traders tim Shafer, trader and i see him <laughs> i'm gonna have a few choice words
3: but yeah like how's marks even making um their games are coming out they're on pc at the moment yeah,
1: yeah. ninja um, theory
3: ninja theory yeah, yeah. absolutely like, they did Heavenly Sword back in the day. So, yeah. like, maybe them looking to make those partnerships um, and, like, sort of bulk out that that second-party sort of
0: I would space. Like, I would like yeah, them to sure. pull out their wallet. What about you, Kyle? Are you on the boat of, like, how about making internal studios or going out there with your wallet and just tossing money at a person?
1: <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm fine either way, actually. Yeah. Like, I, I, w- I wouldn't mind Remedy becoming part of playstation and being uh in-house studio um i also wouldn't mind them continuing what they did with insomniac and what they did with uh what they continue to do with Bluepoint. point or yeah. whatever they're making out it is usually only on playstation um I, I i might be wrong here but isn't control also console exclusive to playstation
0: no 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 it, uh, uh, see that's where they get you that's where they get you Con. i thought it
1: was when they <laughs> revealed it no no it's E3, also coming so on why. xbox Ah, yeah. okay. So like yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with them making like these second party yeah. just deals, like have an exclusive only on PlayStation. Okay. Um but it would be nice for a studio with such a lineage as Remedy to kinda have a have a home with one of the big ones. Yeah.
0: I mean it was it was really awesome to see Double Fine being purchased and even Ninja Theory they're just like, you know, I knew Double Fine. I mean, it was very public when they had like their money problems. You know, when they they were on the verge of going bankrupt, and you see a lot of studios do that. So if this means that they're safe and secure and they get to be wacky and crazy and be strange, that's awesome, dude. Like I'd be for it. I actually think like if I'm if I'm Sony, do I go around like with my wallet out? I think I think I do. I would like to see S- Sony. Acquire just a few more studios, and I would like them to be small, little weird ones. Like I would love Remedy, but like you were talking about Amy before Housemark, dude. If they just had them, just like here, here, make Rezo Gun two, make yeah, you know, make Alienation two. You like you make make the weird games you like that have an audience here. Make them,
2: yeah. you
0: know. That be oh awesome. yeah, hundred percent. God, that'd be
3: awesome. I'd much rather they were making another, like, next Machina than making a
0: Battle Royale game. Yeah. Yep. And then and then, when you look at it, you're like, I'm not very... I don't know how I feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's something I just thought of. Like, they... They didn't buy that game company either. And hmm. when you think of Journey, like, that is PlayStation. Yeah. And they let them go. Yeah.
0: And, uh... and is who, And, uh... The, um, the people that made Fahrenheit and, uh... Did we say this Quantic before? Dream. Quantic Dream. Yeah, Dream. Yeah. Did we dream. say this earlier? And I just brain farted. Yeah, like, people are leaving that ecosystem to explore other avenues, whether that's with Epic or th- whether that's with Steam. But it is interesting to see that. So with that, Kyle, we got some Flash news. We got some Flash news.
1: Flash retirement news. Oh, no. This comes from Brianna Reeves over at PS Lifestyle. It's official. Former CEO Kaz Harai has retired from Sony. Earlier in 2019, Sony announced Kaz Harai, who most recently served as chairman and held a board of directors position, would depart the company this summer. The time has come and gone. As of June 18th, Kaz Harai's retirement took effect. Harai's- Harai's retirement is more than a well-deserved one, as he serves the company in some fashion for 35 years. Mm-hmm. The former CEO joined Sony Music Entertainment in 1984, back when it was known as CBS slash Sony Records. In 1995, he transitioned into roles regarding the com- computer entertainment segment of the business. Thus, he was there from the very start of Sony Computer Entertainment, which eventually paid off, of course.
0: Um, now, here's the thing. First off, Congratulations, Kaz. Uh, you earned it. Secondly, if you so. could only stare at what I'm staring at right now, uh, go to youtube.com slash badbitgames. And uh, what we have for Kaz Harai is possibly the most poignant and fitting thing. Kaz is a, a strange character uh, as CEO of Sony. I got to stare away at it because it's actually hilarious to me. <laughs> um, okay, I'll tell you. It's Kaz Harai as the guy from Crisis 3. And he's shooting down a helicopter with an Xbox symbol. (laughs) And it's just in repeat, and I can't get it out of my head. So, um, no, but, like, he's a strange character, if you think about it. Because, like, we only really know him from going, Ridge Racer. And, like, just him and his, like, facial reactions. Like, he's a meme. You know? But we often forget that this guy lifted Sony up as they were going bankrupt. Like, this guy not only made put Sony on the map, we remember him for the, the mess-up that was the, the PS3, but he fixed a ton of stuff as well. So, Kaz, onward and upward.
2: Yeah,
1: And, uh, and also, because of him, we had one of the greatest Twitter handles of all time yes. with fake Kaz. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was hoping someone was going to bring it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and he retired, too. Yeah. Man, Yeah. no one man should have all that power. <laughs> you know, take it from Kanye. With that, anybody else have some some words for uh, Kaz as we say goodbye for, to him and then maybe steal his mail one day? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's it's well deserved. Yeah. He deserves some some time to reflect of all he did for PlayStation and gaming in general. Yeah.
0: Like he, you know, it's also a well deserved nice retirement. What you know, it's well deserved. An awesome yeah. kart racer that hits number one on the UK sales charts. Let's get into the next story because I can't take this gif right now.
1: This comes from Stephen Tailby over at Push Square. Uh, crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled leads the pack. Oh, man. Okay. They, The first sentence, lost. Like, I got lost. I got it now. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, we're rolling today. Dude, we uh, Crash Team really D- Racing Nitro Fueled boost changed its way to a number one debut in the latest physical UK chart. According to Game Industry, it now holds the second highest launch week sales for the franchise, mm-hmm. the first being Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy. Furthermore, it's behind only Days Gone and Resident Evil 2 as the third best launch of 2019. The order is as follows. Number one, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Number two, FIFA 19. Number three, Forza Horizon 4. Number four, Days Gone. Number five, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number six, Battlefield 5. Number seven, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number eight, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number nine, The Division 2. And number ten, Anthem.
0: Anthem. So, Amy, I got a question for you. First, what is your affinity? What's your relationship with Crash? And are you surprised to see it this high on the list? Like, No. No. Um, I'm not. Like, I'm not massively. I was never massively into
3: Crash, but I was never massively into, like, mascot platformers to begin with. But last, was it last year's Spyro? Yeah, the last year. The year before was Crash. Exactly, yes. Trilogy. Yeah, and, like, both of those games sold really, like, amazingly well. So like, it seems like Activision's just going to bring out a new remaster every year, and it's just going <laughs> to dominate the charts in the summer. So, yeah.
1: no, I'm not really that surprised, to be honest.
0: All right, all right, Kyle, what say you? Are you surprised that, that uh, Crash making it number one?
1: No, Crash is huge. Yeah, and and I, once we got the Insane Trilogy, uh, the next thing out of everyone's mouth was "Give Me CTR Remastered," and it's finally here. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, yeah, I I need to pick it up eventually. I never had c when I was a kid. Okay. Um,
0: you know, I was yeah, always a it's, Mario Kart
1: It's nice Crash is back, Joe. Like, I I, I want, like, an, a brand-new standalone Crash game.
0: Crash, now, I'm, I'm going to say this right track. here, right now. Crash is coming to Smash. Saying
2: it now. I don't Saying want that it to now. happen.
0: Oh, I want it to happen. It's about time we get some Sony representation up in this, all right? We do.
1: It's called uh Joker. He's
0: there. Yeah, but other than that cute boy aside, Crash. All right, Crash, man. I want to see him beat up that plumber like he promised. He said his days were numbered. That was in the 90s. Now he's getting his own DreamWorks movie.
1: I will agree on this if he shows up with the megaphone. And that's like one of his attacks. Oh,
0: absolutely. (laughs) And like he bashes Luigi over the head with it, dumb plumber. Mind your own business. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, God, I am so tempted get this game. I never played CTR myself. So like I don't get the affinity of it and what a lot of people are saying is just like it does not give a shit. It's just like it is unapologetically it is is what you remember it as. For better and for worse. Like it is a solid thing that could compete with Mario Kart. But it's unforgiving. So I'm interested Mm -hmm. to see I'm interested to see what the hype is all about. But like, Amy, I'm with you as in the nineties, I was a Nintendo kid. Like I loved Mario. I loved Mario Kart. I loved super smash brothers. Those games saved my childhood single handedly. So like I was in, I didn't have a huge thing for a crash. Like we had a PS one at my grandma's house. But, like, yeah, like, CTR, I never knew was, like, a big thing. When I saw it, I kind of just poo-pooed it because I'm, like, just trying to copy Mario Kart. But it's now seeing Mario it. It's Mario Kart. Exactly. <laughs> now yeah. I'm seeing it, and like, people are like, no, 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 no. It's a lot different. Maybe that difference is what it needs to stand out, you know? Yeah. So with that, let's get into, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> are you, you ready for the PS Plus games for July, Joe?
0: Yeah, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, The first entry in PS Plus Games for July, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, from Konami's long-running sports franchise, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, features a huge selection of real-world licensed leagues alongside hundreds of familiar players, bringing the thrill of global competition directly to your living room. And the second offering for the month of July is Horizon Chase Turbo. Prepare for a blast of pure 90s nostalgia with Horizon Chase Turbo, a love letter to the iconic Just One More Go racers of the arcade's golden age. Drawing inspiration from the likes of OutRun, Top Gear, and Rush, developer Aquir... Aquarius Game Studio yeah. captures the essence of the 16-bit era with style, with modern visuals, a soundtrack with insane ar- arpe- I can't say that word. arpeggios, and classic split-screen couch multiplayer.
0: That's why I don't read the notes anymore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why I give it to Kyle. To he does all the hard work. He puts the show on his back. <laughs> Man, these are awful. <laughs> I
1: don't know the Horizon Chase Turbo. I feel I've heard is a great game.
0: Okay, Horizon Chase Turbo, dope. That's cool. But fuck Konami, right? Yeah, like Pez Twenty Nineteen. Come on, I don't need that in my life. I don't need that ever in my life. Uh, Yeah is 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 this just because it's the summer, or is it just because the generation is winding down that they're not really trying? Do you think, Kyle?
1: You you know what really bones me out, Joe. Where's the VR, man? Like, give me a VR title in this lineup. Uh, why isn't it a thing,
3: dude? Didn't uh. they? Didn't they do it for a while? Where they had they like did. a VR game and the PS Plus games. Yeah. Did, when did
0: they stop? I think it's weird because like it's why?
1: always been like a bonus game. Yeah. So like yeah. Star Blood Arena was like a, on PS Plus for a couple months, but they didn't really advertise yeah. it. So like once you go to PS Plus, it's there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like hey, we have this VR shooter, arena shooter that you can play. Like I don't know, VR is doing great, PS VR is doing great, yeah. but. I feel like having a VR title in a slow month like this would have done wonders.
0: Yep, it would have been amazing yeah. to see. Like,
1: for example, Moss just got a free update this week. That would have been a perfect oh. one for this yep.
0: for this month. Yep, And it's awesome to see something like Moss get free DLC. Would have been really awesome to see. Oh, yeah, free DLC on top, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you got it for free as well. So it's like free on top yeah. of free. Don't you love free? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm on board with that. But again, we got a soccer game, which... I know there's, like, a new one out every, it's like, September, October for PES. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, Horizon Chase Turbo seems really cool. I'll play Horizon Zero Chase Turbo for sure, but...
1: Horizon Zero Chase <laughs> Turbo? You play as Aloy. Aloy riding a dinosaur. It's
0: 90 degrees, guys. It's I 90 degrees. shit out that game. <laughs> yeah, That's I play the, the shit out of that game. You
1: know it's the next kart racer from Sony. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
0: You got a, you got a little strider in its own little you know cart. It's cute.
1: It's cute. It's Kratos just riding the axe. <laughs> As he throws it, he hops on and he's going around the He's
0: <laughs> just surfing. Oh yeah. God. Oh, it's he's like bewitching it on the axe. <laughs> what would Joel and Ellie be riding though? Uh, like a broken down despair. truck. Yeah, despair. Despair. <laughs> you know what I'm down. With that, let's get to the next let's 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 get to the next bit of news, which is actually Really serious. <laughs> so let's let's yeah. <laughs> tone it down. And to enter into this topic, um, Jason Schreier yet again put out another piece of uh Crunch in the Industry. Uh there was talk about, you know, his Anthem um article which was amazing. It's like a ten piece even not like even more. I think it was like a twenty piece article. It was just like really detail of like what went wrong with Anthem. And one of the spotlights he he did with that game was Hey, this is not just Anthem. This is not just games that fail. It's also games that succeed. And so, with that, we're bringing up Jason Shire's article about the human cost of Call of Duty Black Ops. Now, I advise everybody click this link, give Kotaku the share, the, the whatever, give them the, the recognition. That they deserve. What I did was I took bullet points and quotes, the most important things that struck my fancy, and we're going to talk about it. So with that, Kyle, would you like to start this off?
1: Sure. First bullet point. The single player went through two changes before being scrapped altogether for Battle Royale. The original concept was that you play alongside a partner, battling against a pair of human opponents. If you wanted to play single player, they'd all be AI-driven bots. Each side would pick a faction, and you'd compete to gun down enemies and battle over different objectives in a post-apocalyptic world. One side might try to destroy a convoy, for example, while the other side worked to protect it. Ditching the story altogether meant Treyarch had to improvise, which luckily, Battle Royales hit the gaming scene. Quote, Now we have an even shorter amount of time to put in work on a new mode said a developer actual development work on blackout didn't start until nine months before launch that mode came together by the seat of its pants it's kind of a miracle that it did end quote what that meant for treyarch as anyone who follows the video game industry can probably guess was lots and lots of crunch long nights and weekend hours that while not technically mandatory were expected of developers on the black ops 4 team Treyarch lost weeks of time because Activision pushed Black Ops up in front of Red Dead Redemption Two. Red for Dead fear Redemption, that, sorry, for fear that RDR Two oh. would hurt their sales, which meant more crunch for Treyarch. Testers or contract workers get paid thirteen to thirty dollars an hour, of which testers retreated the worst, often worked the hardest and longest. Employees at Treyarch spent most of 2018 crunching to finish Black Ops 4, according to all of those interviewed for this story. One developer estimated that during crunch time, they'd work 12 hours from Monday through Thursday, a standard 8-hour day on Friday, then another 8 hours on Saturday for a total of 64 hours per week. If things got bad, they said, you'd do 12-hour Fridays, maybe even a Sunday. Some described seeing colleagues sleep in their office, while one described a culture of drinking to cope with the crunch. Quote, there were weeks straight where I was not taking weekends, said a former Treyarch developer. They described the ev- effects of these hours. Panic attacks, burnout, disassociation. You feel like your boundaries are being violated. You lose all passion for what you're doing and forget why you were doing it in the first place. It's a nightmare. Despite the fact that they had helped make one of the most lucrative video game series on the planet... Some people have extra jobs, said one. After their regular eight-hour shift, they go work something else. Quote, I was told crunch would end after we released the game, that developer said. Then I was told crunch would end after winter break. Then I was told crunch would end once we got into the summer, end quote. Treyarch developers said they felt that pain. In interviews, many said that they were just as frustrated with publisher Activision's never-ending quest for increased revenue and they were frustrated with the lack of influence they had on it. There are concerns in the studio that returning to a two-year development cycle after getting three years for each of the last two games will exacerbate the crunch and worsen the issues that Treyarch has been facing.
0: Man, that's a lot. And, uh, wow. So this this story literally broke this afternoon, Um, and it really goes to show um, the human cost of what it takes to make a video game. You know, like, I I think, and I want to get your first question here is, crunch is something that we don't get to hear about, right? Until recently, we haven't heard a lot about it. And um, I, I feel like the reason is a lot of gamers are just kept in the dark of what goes on with how video games are made and i think it's not until like people like jason schreier go no 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 actually like we need to maybe start unionizing it's uh, it's with that that like maybe we need to unionize well why and then you start hearing what developers have to go through it's it's shocking it really is so
1: i mean like when i was little and a lot of people i still know today think it's just them playing video games all day yeah and figure out what works.
0: <laughs> and the, the, I, the ironic thing, Kyle, is the fact that the people that had it worse in the story were the testers. Were the yeah. people actually, like, playing the video game. Were treated like shit. There's one part where, mm. you know, in the story they talk about 12-hour, 14-hour days, six days a week, sometimes even Sunday. There was one part of the story I, I left out where it's in the middle of a heat wave in July in Los Angeles. Ooh. And the testers were working overtime, and then the AC just turned off,
2: okay. and they were
0: still expected to work. And they're just like, "Oh yeah, the AC's broken." And it would happen over and over again, countless times. They were treated like secondary citizens. And the mm-hmm. thing that's crazy to me is their pay. Like the minimum wage in LA is twelve bucks an hour. Halachuia, I wish I could get that here in Jersey, but how much you would get paid starting thirteen bucks? And in the article, it said that um, people that were seasoned testers maybe made six bucks more than that. It wasn't the best type of living. Um, mm-hmm. So my first question for you, Amy, is what is the thing that stands out to you the most out of either the article or the bullet points we just talked about?
3: Um, I mean, apart from how obviously shit the entire situation was. Yeah. Um it's the it's the it's kinda of the ending. Not yeah, the ending. Um because we heard it was last month, month before, we heard about the the cancelled Sledgehammer's yep. Call of Duty game, it's coming out was coming out next year, now they're gonna do Black Ops five instead. It's like, well I mean that doesn't give them a great deal of time to make another Call of Duty game.
2: Yeah.
0: How?
3: Yeah, how do you do that? <laughs>
0: How, if yeah, this I'm three year cycle almost <laughs> broke people, and it seemed like it did, like people are drinking on the job to cope, you know? Yeah. People are sleep- Like, if you have to sleep at your desk, and I get it, some days you work really hard, guys, I get it. But, like, for weeks on end, that's a, that you fundamentally broken as a company. Like, you're morally bankrupt at that point. There's no way of looking around that, of like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is like hard work, you know? That's all it is. Like, my father, like real talk, he works 70 hours a week, almost every single week. And he does that so that I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like that's, that, that was, that's his aspiration is like I'm pouring in all these godforsaken hours so that my kid have a better life than me. And to see, hey, the industry we want to get into is literally the same. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you are fucked. It, it's just yeah. it's disheartening. And like yeah, like how are they going to turn out this game in two years? yeah crunch crunch it's it's
3: it's not even crunch anymore like it, it was called crunch way back in the day because it was a thing
0: you did for like yeah. the last month before the game went gold yeah. and now it's like nonstop. stop like yeah it's just like it's like they said it in the article like they said it was after release then they said it was after winter now they say after summer and it's just like yeah but when like when is enough enough you know like when it, when is it like when people start to kind of wake up going you know what this is uh this is something that's systematically broken on not just this industry but multiple you know Kyle what's the thing that stood out to you my man
1: I mean you just said it just the the fact that they kept telling him, like it was almost over yeah. and then they kept extending it and i can only imagine the feeling of like you putting your heart and soul for so long into something yeah. And even, like, doing it, as it said in the, the bullet points here, that they lost passion for whatever they're doing. And to know that you, they're forcing you to continue to do that for so long after they said that it was going to stop. And they then they extend it and extend it and extend it.
0: Like, it's a carrot I, I at the end of the stick type of situation. Yeah,
1: it's, it's awful. It's horrible. And I know what that feels like. Because I've had jobs do the same thing to me. And it's... It's terrible. It's a terrible practice. This shouldn't happen. I love, and like, this is a PlayStation show, but I love the fact that Doug Bowser, what he said about the Animal Animal Crossing team, they delayed that game because the the employees that were working on it, they're more important. And their health and safety are more important than hitting a date. And so that's why they delayed it. And that's what I love. I want to see more people do that because that's how it
0: should be. Yeah. And the, the the fucked up thing, too, is is you see people, like, the stockholders, of after that announcement, they they take the stock a little bit, knowing that it was just delayed. Because, like, at the end of the yeah. day, stockholders don't give a shit why it's delayed. They just don't know that so money. it's it's all about the, 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 yeah, it's all about the money. And I get it. You're a business. That's what's supposed to happen. But there's also has to be this human element to it. You know, thank God Bernie Sanders is making a twitch. <laughs> You know he's gonna start cracking <laughs> down. You know, Mega Man Three is an abomination. <laughs> We're gonna give everybody Mega Man X when I'm president. But like to carry on and get back serious here, Joseph Jesus. Um, is the thing that al- alarms me the most about all of this is that it's not just Anthem. It's not just it. It's it's everywhere. It's rampant. It's it's in your most successful games of all time. It's in your the games that that swing and a miss. It's everywhere, and to see one of the, the the people talking about yeah, this is the most profitable game every single year, and there's people that are working on this game that are working second jobs, is just yeah. the most sickening thing to me. It's just just so fucking gross and then like to get on our aisle here and talk about PlayStation a little bit um I love like Corey barlock he's just he's hitting he's hitting every nail on the head every chance he can of how unionization matters and it should be something that exists you know mm-hmm. um it's just it is just it's gross it really yeah. is and it makes me this is a company again like there's multiple things that just Gross me the fuck out! This is a company that posted the biggest earnings ever, and it fired 800 people. Yeah, and so like my question is, this isn't gonna change, right? Not even it's like, not even a question because this is. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Kotick, he, he, he is disgusting, and I don't think he he looks at this and he loses a, a, a an ounce of sleep at night. Mm-hmm. What are the chances of this changing without unionization? I'm gonna to go to you, Amy, because maybe there is a solution.
3: I mean, unionization is the solution. <laughs> there you go. Unionize. <laughs> like, if there's anybody out there in the game dev world listening mm-hmm. to this? Just do that. Yeah. But um, I know I'm making it sound like super oh, easy. God, and it's yeah. not. But yeah. like, I mean, the there's the the only bright spot of like it's like feels like the last six years, but I'm sure it's only been like six months of like hearing all of the different stories. About Fortnite and COD and Red Dead, is is the fact that we're hearing about it and it, it's pissing a lot of people off. Like a lot of people, who just are just consumers. Yeah. Um. So that's probably like we've seen I've seen we've seen a couple of companies like try to get out ahead, almost like ahead of like bad PR, like CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Just before E three, we're talking about how they were gonna that it was gonna be better. Yeah. Doing cyberpunk than it was during I mean, the witch. I came so. out
0: and spoke about it. Yeah. Bungie it.
3: did the same They're thing.
0: They're like, Hey, listen, we're delaying this thing because of X, Y, and Z. Like that's, that's awesome. You know, because of crunch, that's awesome. Um, Kyle, any last thoughts until yeah. we move on? I know there's something else I wanted to say, and I completely yeah. blank out.
1: I mean, the talk about, you know, game developers unionizing, that is the answer. It needs to happen. Yeah. Um, it, it it just it just makes me sad that people who are passionate about games are losing that passion because of the work conditions and it mm-hmm. sucks yeah. and i just it sh- it needs to end
0: it really it it does like there's yeah. when when you have a industry that is so hell bent on self-regulation when it, on on all forms like you see the ESA right now they're fighting monetization they're calling shit surprise mechanics right they are so oh they are so hesitant to actually regulate that there actually needs to be an outer force to, to regulate them. The, it's like, what else is the other argument to this? Like if it's not unionization, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. Maybe I, maybe we're, I'm, I'm wrong. Maybe we're wrong. I don't know. But like, tell me if it's not unionization, then what it, is it? Because like, I have heard no other solutions of just like get a better job Well, it's happening everywhere. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter there's people sleeping at their desks people working second jobs people working 80 plus hours to make this game that is so freaking successful why can't they actually get a livable wages why can't yeah, yeah why like there was there was a call of like hey why don't we just take a year out off like like they were talking about Assassin's Creed of going that helped rejuvenate the series taking it a year off and then we got to, you know, exercise our creativity and they got to make something really great. Why can't we do that? I don't know. With that Kyle, let's get into, well actually, sorry. The next scooper, which is Amy, are you holding on to something? Uh, um, not okay, good, good. Kyle, are you holding on to something?
1: As always.
0: Prepare the drop. Each and every week, PlayStation releases the latest and greatest games onto the PlayStation Network store. But the only problem is that there are way too many awesome games to play. So that's why Joseph, being a really, really smart guy, said, hey, how about we just pick one game each and talk about it? (laughs) With that, Kyle, (laughs) what's your pick for this week, buddy?
1: Uh, my, pick, my pick is The Sinking City. The Sinking City is an adventure and investigation game set in an open world inspired by the universe of H.P. Lovecraft, mm-hmm. the master of horror. Mm-hmm. The half-submerged city of Oakmont is gripped by supernatural forces. You're a private investigator and have to uncover the truth of what has possessed the city and the minds of its inhabitants.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we saw Sounds that. Cool. Did we say that in the Kind of Funny Games showcase? Yeah.
1: It was right. in the showcase. And also um, the
0: PC gaming show.
1: I believe so. It was somewhere else during E3. Uh, okay. I can't remember where. But, yeah, it looks cool. I like the whole vibe of H.P. Lovecraft. So, yeah, yeah, why not?
0: I was going to do a whole skit for this next one. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, I <laughs> it's don't know.
1: It's probably too hot.
0: It is a little bit too hot. <laughs> you know what? For the sake of comedy, everybody get your YouTube app out. Uh, Amy, what's the game you're excited oh, for? <laughs> <laughs> uh so I've looked through the list and the,
3: I I'm very curious I'm just gonna ignore that for a moment. Uh my game is Furwind <laughs> uh which is out for PS4 and PS Vita on the twenty-seventh of June. Uh and in Furwind is a colourful pixel art style action platformer game that evokes the challenging classics of the old days. Embark on this epic adventure in which a little fox will fight the ominous darkness. That is invading its world And the picture of the fox is yeah. really cute mm-hmm. But I mostly picked it Because it's coming out on Vita
1: um, Thank you, another Vita lover I, That's rest, why I almost went peace. with this myself Because it was also coming out on the Vita
3: <laughs> It's not dead
1: It's definitely not dead
0: Hey, no what's point. up guys?
1: <laughs> oh, man, you look worse for wear spider
0: Um Your eyes are all over the place So here's where my, my One eye is <laughs> <laughs> Here's where the second one is. If I can't... Oh, that's better.
1: That looks better.
0: Okay, okay. The game I'm excited for... Oh, hey guys, Spider-Bit here. I got a new movie coming out next week, July 7th. Uh, Spider-Man... Uh, not Homecoming 2, shit. Uh, Far From Home. Really excited. Got Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, July 18th, I think. 19th. Okay, let me read this. Uh, game I'm excited for... Oh, yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home Experience. Okay. I'm not going to read the description, but here's the deal. Would
1: you like me to read it, Spider-Man, as you act it out?
0: Honestly, got it. Yes.
1: Okay. Your time to swing through the New York Lake Spider-Man has finally arrived. In breathtaking virtual reality, you'll finally have the chance to scale and swing from the highest towers in Manhattan. Just pick one of four Spider-Man suits and you'll be launched into the clouds. But keep your eyes and ears peeled. A colossal and dangerous enemy is waiting. I hope one of those costumes is used, Spider-Bit. Just, <laughs> just Spider-Bit in a computer chair with headphones and a podcasting rig? Yeah. yeah. Give it to me.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I was just swinging on by, and I just wanted to let you guys know this. Because uh, the other day, I may or may not have been playing Apex Legends. And I was just looking at, like, you know, the drop. Because I'm Spider-Bit, I want to be involved. I can't read this thing. I want to be involved with the people, you know? And uh, I really can't suffocating me. <laughs> anyway, I, you know I got my webs on the ground. I want to hear the heartbeat of the city, and so I saw that they took my likeness and they made a VR experience. Now, does it look bad? Yes, absolutely, it does. It looks like it looks like the PlayStation 2 game, but is it what I always wanted, which was the swing in VR? Now you might be saying, Spider-Bit, you could already swing. Why does yeah. this matter to you? But it's for the people that can. You oh, know, okay. Not everybody can swing web like me. So, uh, you know, gives the normies out there uh, a chance to be, you know, feel like what it's like to be me. Also, my beard hair, my neck beard hair, poking yeah. through this. It's oh. very noticeable. So, I'm going to swing on out of here. I can't <laughs> see or breathe. So, um, could you get to the Andy House's snail mail? Where? I- uh, uh, not me. Uh, Joseph has to steal Adrian's mail fix.
1: Sure. Oh, man, there he goes. There's Spider-Man. He's gone. Wow. yeah. It's, was, it's always was... a pleasure whenever he <sighs> yeah. graces us with with, with his presence. Oh, no, absolutely. Especially
0: in that heat as well. Yeah, I know. Oh, hey,
1: Joe. Oh, wow.
0: Sorry, guys. I had to take a huge shit. <laughs> no, a uh, very unprofessional of me. Um. You missed Spider-Man. What? Yeah. What? But he has a movie, July 2nd, Far From Home.
1: He was swinging by, as he does, he and he just t- popped in. Did he get us yeah. tickets? No. I, I should have asked him. But you
0: sh- dude, you have him up. here. You got to ask, man. Damn it. All right, next All right. time. Well, listen, I already did one bit today. I'm not going to do another bit. <laughs> we have something called Andrew House's Snail Mail. Now, what you can do here each and every week, every Wednesday I, at noon, I put out on Twitter... At PS Trophy Room. Got any questions for us, bro? Or we go into the Casa Day Bad Bit Discord. And we ask every single Wednesday. Got any questions for us, bro? And sometimes you brows do. So with that, <clears throat> or you can send your mail to Andrew House. I come into his house. I, you know, sure. Some say I have a key, some say I break in. Whatever. Definitions are weird.
1: Yeah, Amy, if if you know where Andy House is where he lives. Right. Uh, maybe put up some fences right. for Joe because he's going to get arrested yeah. one of these times when he breaks yeah. into Andy's house. Yeah. And just, just to save the show and to save my best friend from being.
3: I mean, I wouldn't want to see him get arrested. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to see you spied a spider bit have to take him down. So you Yeah, know, that's yeah. true. I'll, I'll try and figure, figure something out. Sure.
2: Thank you. Appreciate
0: you either that. live long enough to see yourself become a villain, I guess. <laughs> 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 Wrong series. Anyway, with that, yeah, I stole his mail. OK, I am his Turkish delights, because I know you, you Brits love your Turkish delights. So with that, <clears throat> actually, hey, Turkish delights. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, it's a stereotype I literally made for the show.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's true, but <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> a little vindication, and let's move on. The most famous sheamus I've ever met in my entire life asks. So the gameplay for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order that EA showed at their EA Play event didn't show a lot of the game. The game confirmed to have Metroidvania elements like a backtracking and new power slash upgrade slash equipment. Do you think EA screwed up in not showing these elements at EA Play event? And does this information about the game change the way you thought about it? Amy, I'm going to go with you. You seem like you were in deep thought about that.
3: Yes. Yeah. And yes. It <laughs> should have showed it at EA player. Yeah. It was stupid not to.
0: Now did you uh, did you because, like the gameplay that you saw or did you want to see more of that? Oh
3: yeah. Yeah. No, I like the gameplay that I saw, but like learning that like seeing the gameplay that I saw, it it looked like it was gonna be and this is probably just me projecting partially. Yeah. It's like it looked like it was gonna be like a ten hour linear story uncharted style sort of like progression. Yeah. So like when we were, they were talking about it being like a Metroidvania style thing and you get your powers and then you go back to different planets and visit new areas that you couldn't before, I was like, that fundamentally changed how excited I was for the game. Okay. <laughs> like I was excited and now I'm like no, mega
0: excited. So are you a big Star Wars fan,
2: when I ask? Yes.
0: Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Yes. Oh God, isn't this one of the most magical series you ever done seen? This excited me. <laughs> I was so excited like when I was like Metroidvania elements on board with that. When I saw like you could go visit different planets when you want to. I was like, that sounds awesome. I, I saw the combat. I was on board with the combat. So I yeah. do, though, I liked what I saw from that gameplay. It made me have faith. And I love Saul Guerrero. Um, I do. <laughs> that's how Saul Guerrero talks. Okay. Okay. wow.
1: Oh. I was yeah. not expecting that. It Saul Guerrero.
0: <laughs> he, he talks like he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> I tried to. I did it to protect you. <laughs> That's what I do, Amy. Halfway through the show, I was like, fucking. What podcast are we doing? We just we throw the impressions, you know.
1: I'm so sorry, it So,
0: <laughs> what was the what was the monster? The 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 the, the squid monster. What was it called? It was reading the guy's Rogue mind? One. From Rogue One. I don't know. We'll just call it the Bukaki. The Bukaki knows! <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, God. Saul Guerrero. Kyle, uh, what were you about this gameplay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the seeing, or just the mentioning that it was a, a Metroidvania-type thing should have been happening, like, at E3, somewhere. Um, I'm still super excited for it. I have it pre-ordered. Um, and uh, th- also, this reminds me that they uh, released the Behind Closed Doors demo from E3. Like, you can watch the video of it. It's 20-something minutes. Yeah. Um, I think that was yesterday, or is that this morning? It, w- it was fairly recent, so yeah, I kind of haven't seen it. In it the, uh,
0: Discord. Uh, so yeah. you could go and check that out. It looked... All- it was the ball gully. The Bulgully. Sorry, calling- he said it all weird to the That's guy. That's fine. The poor pilot thought.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for it. I think that's very cool because, like you were saying, Amy, uh, I did think it was very linear from that demo. Yeah. It made it seem yeah. like it was linear. So the fact that, yeah, I get to go to different planets and, and access new areas because of the skills that I unlock, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm in.
0: Here's the thing I got a problem. This comes to for our next question. It's from, mm-hmm. you know, talking in that Forrest Whitaker accent. I accidentally awakened or activated the winter gamer. And he <laughs> writes in with the fact of Sony not being at E3 and mostly everyone seeing the wisdom in that decision. Do we need Sony to prove to us that we can trust that when the time is right to tell us more of what's going to happen? Or do you, do we still need Sony to keep telling us things even though that information just turns out to be met? So Ah, what winner's trying to get at here? I got you, winner. I got you. Is the state of plays, the PlayStation, a little events that we see every so often, and then even the Wired article with the PlayStation Five? Um, do we do we now? Are we vindicated by saying that you know what? Maybe state of play, though it's still in its infancy, uh, might be the best way of going about things in the future, or do you think there? Yeah, maybe we'll see him at E3 again. Or even more so, like, do you think them skipping E three was a wise decision? Amy, I know you're more of an Xbox gal, so I want to know what you <laughs> think about this. More of an Xbox gal. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're right. What we'll show where we are we on? Sorry. Well <laughs> <laughs> I do not get hit on my first episode. No, no, don't. Trust me, we have Sean Capri of the Xbox drive on like all the time. He yells at me and he hits me, so don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, oh okay. boy. <laughs> I wish I'd known that going yeah. in. I would have come in with an entirely different,
3: <laughs> different um, approach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, I think they'll, they'll be back at E3 next year yeah. because they have a new console to sell. I think they skipped this E3 because it would have been more or less a rehash of what they did last year, minus Spider Man, which was obviously out already. Yeah. Um, so I feel like next year, when you know they have a PS5 to to sell, they'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, e3 i think
0: kyle what are you thinking what are you thinking
1: i agree and i and i think the state of plays are a good way to feed us some not major news um at the end of a console generation i think it's great and i think in the future we'll get both things them at e3 and more state of plays um i'm just sony please tell us when the next state of play is so (laughs) i know if psx is happening because i need to go to psx again
0: yeah i dude i really want to go to psx I really want yeah. to go so bad. It, it's got to be happening. Right? It has to be. It has to it be. Has to be. In my heart of hearts, I know the truth. Uh, with it's that, self up failure. No, no, no. You got to aim high. Got to aim high. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Marcus O'Neill writes in via the PS Trophy Room on Twitter or at. Today. Just wanted to say you guys have been killing it with the podcast. I've been listening for a while now, and I'm super proud to see how far you've come. Well, thank you, Marcus. That's very nice of you. Thanks, buddy. I'm um, sorry. This episode, we let you down. and We let Amy down. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I didn't tell her anything about the bad uh, spider bit bit, and uh, or what happens when I try to do a Forest Whitaker accent. So, yeah, thank you so much. Seriously, it been a lot. It's
3: been good. It's been fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with that... Uh, that's it for the questions. We got yeah. the drop down spider bit yep. swung on by July second. Be there opening night. Oh,
1: hey, yeah. hey Joe, I have a question for you. Oh yeah, do you see this?
0: What is that, Kyle?
1: Oh, this, this is a, a PlayStation trophy mug. Uh, a, a nice little glass. Oh, Joe's got one. Yeah, too. it's my iced uh, coffee. Uh, sorry, baguette. Amy, if, if that you don't have one. Yeah. Um ha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh, We finally got it in the mail. We ordered it a couple months ago. Um, I ordered two because I was going to give one to Joe, but Joe ordered one on his own anyway. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give this one away Mm -hmm. to a lucky listener of this Trophy Room episode and just in general. Um, So, Joe, would Mm -hmm. you like to tell the people what we're doing with this brand new, which is sold out, I'm pretty sure. You can't get it anywhere else So if you want it. Yeah. Please listen to Joe so, and find out. So, how.
0: first things first. Hear that glass? That is some high quality glass. You can't just get this yeah. anywhere. Let me tell you, the build quality is fantastic. Yeah. I love this little Go mug. I think it's great. It's gonna be my trophy room mug. So if you want to drink like trophy room hosts, you gotta get this mug. So here's what you do. We're um we're gonna have a little giveaway. This is uh our 99th episode. Our one hundredth mm-hmm. episode is next week. And so, what we decided to do was we're going to have a bonus episode to kind of congratulate us on hitting 100 on July. St- Let me make sure you I have it 12th. right. Yep, July 12th, which is Friday. Uh, let's say eight o'clock Eastern time. Makes sense. Sure. Sure. Uh, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be having the Great PlayStation Debate. This is where m- me and Kyle will debate the top ten PlayStation games so far. Now the judge is still out. We're gonna try to find a judge. But July 12th, we're going to have this live streamed on YouTube for everyone to see. So that's youtube.com slash big games. That's where you're gonna find the trophy rooms live episode of the great PlayStation debate. And there we will be giving away this mug. Now how to enter in is simple at the sh- live stream, donate $5 to our good friend, uh, the Birdo family. They are trying to prevent breast cancer found out that, uh, a little while ago that, um, our good friend, Chris, his wife, Katie, um, has to get a mastectomy and double mastectomy because they found cancer cells. Uh, and so they have to undergo the su- the surgery, They're trying to raise uh, $5,000, and so we want to help as well because if you guys have been listening to Bad Big Games for a while now and not just the trophy room, you guys and gals know that I lost my grandpa to cancer. It's not fun. It sucks. I hate cancer. It blows, and I just want to punch it in the face. And so what better way of helping the Birdo family um, really just fight it in the best way we can? So, yeah, please come on by July 12th. 8 p.m. EST, The Great PlayStation Debate on YouTube, Bad Big Games. Donate five bucks or up, and you're entered to win. If you uh, donate $10, then you get two entries to win. Yep, basically,
1: every $5 that you donate will get you an entry. So yeah. $10, you get two, 15 3 20, four, so on, so mm-hmm. on.
0: Just, yeah, it's, it's for a great cause. So with that, yes. whew, let's close out the show with our plugs i had to think about that i'm so tired (laughs) also just like briefly my mom she had partial knee surgery so i've been running around this house all gosh dang day and i'm dying i'm dying today god amy where can they find you
3: youtube.com slash words about games uk i do reviews i do debates i do opinion pieces every now and again i do a podcast and over at twitch.tv slash wordsaboutgames where I live stream and I'm generally a big goof and yeah. do th- silly things on the internet.
0: That sounds very familiar. Kyle? Yeah. What about you? Where can you As find
1: always... You? I'd like to plug myself, who that ninja seventy three, on Twitter and on PSN. Uh, you can find my show, all about the kind of funny community called Best Friends Talk Funny at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter and wherever you listen to podcast services. Do the podcast thing, rate it five stars, review it. If you want to be on the show, let me know. And I also have a, a just a nerdy podcast with my kind of NYC friends uh, called Dollar Slice Pod. You can find that on Twitter at Dollar Slice Pod.
0: And you can find the trophy room. On iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on Spotify, wherever there's an RSS feed, you can find this podcast. And if you could do us a favor, rate us five stars on iTunes. It really helps us out, shows us that you care. It really does help the channel grow. Uh, The past few weeks have been really great. So thank you all, all the newcomers and all the the veterans, like Marcus O'Neill, like Famous Seamus, like the Winter Gamer himself. Damn it, I activated him again. Uh, Yeah, thank you all so much for supporting us. Again, next week, man, our hundredth-ish episode. I can't wait. So with all that said, and with all that out of the
2: way, everybody, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation.